0: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. The rain never ends. And it never ends. The Reno Valley Conservation Authority has issued a flood warning for the lower Ottawa River from Arn prior to Hawkesbury. Homeowners being advised to put up as much protection as possible and not to prematurely take it down. Many areas along the river could surpass the peak levels of May 2017, which was a major flood year. Local conservation authorities are expecting water to rise 20 centimeters in Constance Bay, 30 in Britannia, 35 in Cumberland, 30 in Rockland, and 30 in Hawkesbury. Okay. Okay, so be ready for it. The name Geoffrey Hinton probably doesn't mean anything to you, but he is widely considered the godfather of artificial intelligence. And he just quit his lucrative job at Google... So he could speak freely about the dangers of AI. This is so scary. In interviews with several outlets, Hinton says he doesn't think that AI is more intelligent than us yet. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think, so he doesn't know. And that in some ways he regrets his life's work because of the danger it put humanity in.
1: I feel like he's saying that just to keep it low key. He doesn't think that AI is more intelligent than us. Yet. But he knows more than we do. <laughs> right. So, right. Okay.
0: So, it's um, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. There you go. Uh, just something to give you a nightmare. And speaking of nightmares, <laughs> it's confirmed. City Council is bringing in a new nightmare, uh, night mayor, <laughs>
1: night mayor,
0: <laughs> to help make the capital more vibrant for night owls. Now, they were talking about this before and they put it to committee. It's on. So uh, this will support the 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. economy and nightlife in Ottawa. (laughs) Specifically, leisure, live entertainment, and cultural activities during that 12-hour period. Basically, we're trying to drop the moniker... The city that fun forgot.
1: Yeah, and you know what's so funny is that I don't go out after six anymore. <laughs> but I think this is very important.
0: I actually do too. And I think I it's care. a big priority. <laughs> and in this as well, we uh, they're looking to get, give us a new music venue, and we always want one of those. So. Yeah,
1: come on, we need to. It's a bit of a sleepy town. Come on, come on, wake up. Come on, someone else, yeah.
0: not us. But <laughs> no, no, we're else. not going out. No, but that's you, what you should. Need to know. <laughs>
1: Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Have you been
1: accused of being more selfish lately? Like, you're always acting so selfish. (laughs) It could be that it isn't a problem with your personality or who you are fundamentally as a human being. Okay, good. It could have to do with the lack of this one thing in your life.
0: Well, what do I get to blame me being a jerk on?
1: It's literally the same answer always, and it's a lack of sleep. Oh, great. Yeah. Wow. Sleepless nights can lead to selfish behavior.
0: And all kinds of crappy behaviors, I guess.
1: Uh, Yes. So, uh, as you know, a lack of sleep is not good for your brain. No. It's not good for you physically even. Uh, Even just an hour of sleep loss was more than enough to influence the choice to help another person. (laughs) in this huge test that they did to see how willing people uh, were to go the extra mile for someone else. And the more tired you were, the less likely they were to help.
0: So if you're at the side of the road and I'm driving home and I see you and I haven't slept last night, let's say, I'm going to drive by, roll down my window and be like, I would, but I didn't get any
1: sleep. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, you can't be bothered. You're, You're just too tired. Yeah. And has that ever happened to you where you're in a situation where you would normally do something about it or go the extra mile and you just don't have it in you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Has that happened to you? It's happened yes. to me. Or I'm just like, oh, "I can't today."
1: So many times. Yeah. There are times where I fight through it and then I ask myself, "Why?" Right. You know, did it really did it really need to happen?
0: Oh, we're but, always told to put ourselves first.
1: Yeah. Well, we certainly do it much better when we are not sleeping sufficiently. Obviously, it affects everything, like your mood, cognitive functioning, yeah. memory.
0: Listen, we're just, you know, we don't grow up. We're big babies. There are three things, that typically, that yep. make babies upset. Yeah. Hungry, tired, or you poop your pants.
1: You know what? It really is a full circle (laughs) moment for us right now because it's true. There's absolutely no difference between a tired adult and a tired three-year-old. It really isn't. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Walking around just stomping
1: our feet. It would be fun, though, to actually behave like a tired three-year-old when you feel tired. Yeah. And see what happens. I wonder what people around you would think. (laughs) I wonder if they'd give you a lolly and read you a nice bedtime story. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Sophie and Jeff. Podcast. Sophie, is cereal soup? <laughs> is it just soup? Uh, that's a good question, Jeff. Yeah, the internet has asked the dumbest questions ever. I was and being kind. I'm going to be asking you <laughs> those questions as the most reasonable person in this room. Um, what is your take? Is cereal just soup?
1: Well, I'm going to have to give it some thought, aren't okay, I? Okay,
0: we'll take three in a minutes <laughs> okay. and change. Okay. Then we'll give you the answer of what the
1: internet thinks. All right, can't wait. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the
0: podcast. The internet is here for many things. It's obviously very helpful, but sometimes it's just dumb. Uh, Okay. And sometimes dumb questions get asked. Like, you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? This was something that went around the world several times. Everybody was so confused by it. Um,
1: I guess, uh, did anyone figure it out?
0: No. Okay. Um, But now there's some new ones. And we started with, is cereal soup? (laughs) Okay. What do you think?
1: No, cereal is cereal. Wouldn't they just call it soup if it was soup?
0: Well, what is soup is the better question.
1: Okay. (laughs) Soup is a a liquid. It's a meal in liquid form, basically. Okay. But can it have chunks of food in it? Obviously. All right. But cereal is two separate things uh, in one bowl. Right. Soup is one entity.
0: So it's more of a stew. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's so dumb. This is so I can't, dumb. One, I can't. In, one in nine people. My brain is melting.
0: In an online poll said, yeah, it's definitely soup.
1: No, it's not soup. I it's, know. That's so dumb. Can you smell air, Sophie? Uh, depends. Does it smell like anything?
0: Well, if it smells like something, you're smelling that thing and not the air.
1: Yeah, but it's the stank in the air. Why is it stank, by the way? Why isn't it nice? It's
0: stank. You know it's stank. because
1: <laughs> we're in the Byward market. Yeah, si- that's the first thing that came to my mind. 68% of people on the internet say, yeah, you can smell air, but
0: the actual definition is uh, air is a mixture of invisible, odorless, tasteless gases that surround the earth. Okay. So you can smell stuff in the air. Right. The stank is from something. All right. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Okay. My maybe my favorite in the whole list. Yeah. Is Santa having elves ethical? Well, that's not a
1: bad question. I
0: mean, they get room and board, but no actual money. Are they <laughs> well cared for
1: slaves? I, they want to be there. They're not being held against their will. We do know that.
0: I mean, is that what they said back in the day?
1: No, that's what, I'll, I mean, <laughs> elves are clearly happy to be working for Santa. Okay. You know what I mean? They seem to be in good spirits. And again, as far as we know, they're there because they want to be there. Okay. They're not, in captivity.
0: So you're on no on that. It they is also not have their effort. own
1: like Whole, they have their own city.
0: You're a yes on that. They, it, it is ethical. I think it's ethical. You're you're on the right well, side somebody's of Somebody's got to help the guy. 53% of people said yes. Okay. 47% said no.
1: Oh, That's right. a
0: pretty split number there.
1: I don't know. It looks like a pretty fun place to live, just saying. And the final dumb
0: question the internet has asked, and it isn't really the final, I just don't have any more time for this, <laughs> is a smoothie really just baby food for adults?
1: Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, what's baby food? It is pureed real food. Yeah, pureed food. Okay. A smoothie is all kinds of things. All mixed into one. Yeah, but it's not it's got uh protein, sometimes it's got sometimes it's savory, sometimes it's sweet. True. I guess so is baby food. But <laughs> I was just waiting for you to come to the conclusion. <laughs> I
0: think it is. Hmm. Seventeen percent agree with me.
1: Yes. Eighty three percent
0: say, no, idiot, <laughs> it's a healthy <laughs> shake. It's soup. All right. Hey, listen, you're not getting those three minutes back out of your life from these questions that were so important this morning. All right.
1: And again, let's remind ourselves that behind every stupid Internet question is a stupid human being. Hi.
0: (laughs) Sophie and Jeff,
1: the podcast. We all have or know one person in our life who takes writing reviews very seriously. (laughs) The question is, is it you or someone you know? Hmm. Because today is write a review day. Oh, is it? Yes. Ooh, getting my (laughs) thumbs ready. Oh my gosh. All right, so we know who the reviewer in the room is. (laughs) But uh, how seriously do you take writing reviews? Because it seems like people who do it... Uh, take a lot of time and a lot of pride. Oh yeah, it's a it's a seri- it's a it's a full time job. Oh, if you ask me.
0: Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. We all
1: know at least one person who likes to write reviews in the family. Maybe you have a friend. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the reviewer.
0: Yeah, if you don't know who it is, maybe it's you. <laughs> Today is
1: writer review day oh. and this is something that I will only do when I've stayed like at an Airbnb. Okay. Or I've had like a really fantastic experience. Yeah. Uh but it's not something that I uh think about regularly. Okay. Yeah. I see. What about you? I
0: do it um semi-regularly because my phone <laughs> yes. says, Hey, you were just here, what did you think? And ah. then it gives me a compliment. It says, your reviews are really popular. <laughs> Please let us know.
1: That's interesting. I wonder if it tells everybody that. I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, yeah, so I, and I take them very seriously. I don't give mediocre reviews. Mm-hmm. You get all the stars or I totally trash you.
1: Okay, so here's the importance of writing <laughs> good reviews and taking them seriously is that yeah. it makes life easier for everyone else, Right. I think it does, right? It, I have a hard time reading reviews because I have um, a difficulty understanding where somebody's bar is. Right.
0: That's that's the big hard it's part. It's so
1: tough because some people have these ridiculously Crazy. unreasonable expectations yeah. of certain things. And then other people um, don't.
0: I try and drop clues in that says this is a normal person. Okay. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll write things like... I'm not expecting the world. Uh, I understand, you know, I'll be like, I understand that things are, yes. you know, there's all kinds of things I may not have thought of, but all right. this was missing or whatever. But I, honestly, I only write a review when I'm so impressed or when I'm, I mean, I for me to do a bad review, you have to have been so, 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 so okay. egregiously crappy. Mm. Like uh, yesterday I went to McDonald's in the drive-thru. I'm not joking. I timed it. For 16 minutes.
1: Oh, that's not good. And
0: cute. my wife looked at me, she goes, I've never been in a drive-thru this long. And I still didn't give them a bad review.
1: Really? Nope. Did you give them any review at no. all? Okay. <laughs> you just went out of. it. <laughs> so it has day. to
0: be so, so bad.
1: All right. Okay. All right. Fair enough.
0: So who's the person in your life that gives you Oh, the, it's Ryan. Of course it is. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't, uh, I, I don't have, I, I, I don't have the energy. <laughs> and I don't have the time. But uh, he takes his reviews very seriously. He even has ratings, uh, I think, on TripAdvisor and on Google.
0: As a reviewer? Yeah.
1: Ooh. Like, he's a highly sought-after reviewer online.
0: Okay. So,
1: just saying, customer service is a muy importante wow. when you're dealing with this guy. But also... He's helped a lot of businesses, right? In the sense that they are always really excited when he and he tells them he'll say, "Oh, I'm going to give you a great review online," and they'll say, "Oh, thank you so much, that's awesome." But the second he has a bad experience, I mean, he is on on top of it.
0: When you look at a a product, let's say for instance online, and you look at the reviews, how do you look at those reviews? So you see the all the stars, the five, four, three, two, one star. How do you? What do you? I start with
1: the stars and the overall. Okay. Rating of the product, and then I d- deep dive into the reviews. Right, but I, it's very rare for me. The only time I really worry about reviews is when I'm booking a place to stay somewhere okay. away from home, and when I'm looking up uh, seafood restaurants. Okay,
0: because That's a good, good
1: I'm call. so terrified of getting sick.
0: Okay, I get from it
1: from bad seafood that I will comb the internet to make sure that no one has gotten sick from eating there.
0: I look at reviews for everything I've ever ordered off of Amazon. Really? And the first thing I do, this is my only tip, is I click on the one-star reviews Uh and bring up what people are saying. And if I see that they're Yahoo's and that most of the... Because you can tell right (laughs) away. What makes them a Yahoo? Because there's too many five-stars for you Ah. to read them all. So the one-stars are like someone who's like, you know, uh, I don't know, you're looking at headphones that are $30 and they're like... I I was expecting Bose-level quality. I'm like, okay, so these are great headphones for 30 bucks. Like, You know what I mean? Yes. Where someone's so unreasonable.
1: Well, another good tip is to see how many reviews make up those stars, right? Because you could have a five-star review with three reviews, and that's not going to make a lot of sense. Three buddies. (laughs) I think uh, the moral of the story is that reviews are very important as long as somebody else is making them.
0: You know what I think you should do for Ryan? Yeah. Make him a little badge
1: making a make little him badge Ryan can, the reviewer badge yeah he could
0: just pull open his lapel and be like I'm a highly regarded reviewer and then you'll get great service always. I
1: hear a kids book coming on <laughs> <laughs> The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff Pure Country 94
0: now here's what you need to know The Rideau Valley Conservation Authority has issued a flood warning for the lower Ottawa River from Arn prior to Hawkesbury. Homeowners being advised to put up as much protection as possible and not to prematurely take it down. Many areas along the river could surpass peak levels of May 2017. So expecting water to rise 20 centimeters in Constance Bay, 30 in Britannia, 35 in Cumberland, 30 in Rockland and 30 in Hawkesbury. Those numbers are nothing to uh, take lightly. The name Jeffrey Hinton probably doesn't mean anything to you, but he is widely considered the godfather of artificial intelligence, and he just quit his lucrative job at Google, and he did it so he could speak freely about the dangers of artificial intelligence. Yikes. In interviews with several outlets, Hinton says he doesn't think that AI is more intelligent than us yet. And that in some ways he regrets his life work because of the danger it put humanity in.
1: We've talked about this before, where the intention of something is good, but of course there are people out there who are going to use it for bad things. Yeah. I mean, Hitler comes to mind. (laughs) Right. So So, uh, this is a really scary thing. And it's not something you want to ignore, even though I know people don't want to think about it because it's so... It's an eye roll. It's yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also like terrifying if you actually stop and think about it. I
0: mean, yeah, how quick will our robot overlords be here? <laughs> uh, and finally, do you have a weird side hustle? Well, you're not going to beat this one. A former mortuary wor- mortuary worker from Little Rock, Arkansas, is facing charges for stealing body parts and selling them through oh Facebook.
1: my God! Marketplace.
0: What are you doing? Her name is Candace Scott. She's 36. Worked for a company that provided the University of Arkansas with cadavers for medical research. Last year, cops got a tip that she'd been selling body parts to a guy in Pennsylvania and sending them no! through the mail.
1: Oh. She God. allegedly got in touch
0: through a Facebook group he runs called Oddities that sells weird stuff. She allegedly mailed him 20 boxes of body parts including an ear, arm, lungs, livers, kidneys, hands, skulls, and a full human head. He paid almost 11 grand 11 grand for all of this. Both of them have been arrested and are facing serious jail time. Creep Maximum.
1: Well, the first question is, is there a market for this? And, of course, somewhere in the good old USA there oh, is. my goodness. One guy who wants people's body parts. By the way, how are you getting that leg into the mailbox? I, well. Just shoving, it,
0: yeah, shoving it in that there. That UPS guy doesn't know what he's dropping off. By uh, the way, Facebook Marketplace, I've seen some weird stuff there. This tops it.
1: I think so. And uh, the fees the handling fees on that. Handling. Right?
0: Nice <laughs> one. <laughs> useless Question of the Day with the Morning Pickup.
1: It's time to answer today's useless question. You're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you do this. 613-750-9494. <laughs> Text at
0: 949494. Standard rates may apply. All right.
1: First person to guess the right answer wins $100 in Lotto 649 vouchers. That includes the $1 million guaranteed prize plus the classic jackpot of five million dollars find your possible
0: you're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you do this
1: I see less and less people doing it but yeah exactly okay what do you think the answer (laughs) is good luck Sophie and Jeff the podcast you're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you do this okay there are some guesses here yeah
0: make reservations
1: Ah, that is good Interact pleasantly. <laughs> uh, tip the host or hostess. Interesting. That's okay. That's smart. All right. Yeah. I, smiling is such a great guess, and it's a, a common guess from a lot of you. You're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you just smile.
0: Right. And that's probably right. Maybe. Um, but it's not the one we're looking for today. No. Clean up your table.
1: All right. That can be under the umbrella of using your manners, like being polite, yeah. being kind to the to the servers mm-hmm. uh, that's actually not the answer and it's not under that umbrella either
0: um, I'm sure it's not this is not the right answer you're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you put your hand up uh,
1: excuse me yeah if you snap your fingers
0: oh that one really if you gets whistle. You, oh you get the best service with that. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> is that the same as using the server's name you're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you use their name Huh. I don't know. I think some like it and some don't. It's true. It's really just a personal preference. My dad uh, used to do it all the time when we went out, and it was so cringy for me. I was always so embarrassed as a teenager.
0: It is super weird, Um, even though they say, I'm Rebecca, I'm going to be your server today, or "Hey, I'm John.
1: The servers always seem to like it. Yeah. I, however, being with my dad, was like, oh, God, Dad.
0: It is kind of weird when John comes up and is like, I'm John, I'm going to be a server today. Well, John, here's what I'd like. (laughs) Kind of strange, but whatever. It's pretty
1: funny. Okay, uh, another funny guess that we got. You're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if you do this. Bring a pen and pad. (laughs) And I think they're thinking about the server, right? You know how, have you ever been to a restaurant where the server does everything by memory? Yes. And then ends up coming back to your table and going, it was the fish, right? right? Yeah. You're like, just write it it down. down."
0: (laughs) But the notepad, what, you're handing
1: it to them? Or, no, they're saying if the server has a no pattern Oh, or pen. I
0: see. I was thinking you walk in with a clipboard and look like you're doing a review of the restaurant.
1: <laughs> there you go. Stay
0: off your phone yeah. is an excellent answer, but it's not right.
1: Order an appetizer. Or alcohol.
0: That's a good one, too. Yeah.
1: Um, none of those are right, but we did get the correct answer a few times.
0: We did. Emma was quick with it, though. You're more likely to get good service at a restaurant if
1: you dress up. Yeah. If you dress fancy, says Emma, congratulations. That is the right answer. And you've got yourself 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. That includes the guaranteed $1 million prize plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible.
0: I believe that. I mean, I don't see it. And what's weird is when you go to a restaurant that's nice That's nice, and you dress nicely yes. because you're like, this is a night out for yes. us. This is great. And then you see someone yes. there in their cargo shorts and a hat, ball
1: cap. There's always at least one guy in a baseball hat sitting at the table. And I always wonder, why isn't that a conversation between the two of you? You know, there is a there is a gentle way you could mention it, because I I don't know. I, I don't do you want to sit in a nice restaurant and be the person across from the person with the hat?
0: I mean, I don't do that, but of course, uh, oftentimes what I notice about the guy in a nice restaurant with a ball cap on is that he gets in his $140,000 modded pickup truck and goes home to his like $250,000 job, so I don't think he cares.
1: <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, put on a nice pair of pants once in a while, you know? You can do it. You're going out for a nice date night with your person. She wants you to do it. And then all of a sudden you're surrounded by people who aren't dressed. It's just kind of weird, you know? Right. Like, it would be nice if you made the effort. (laughs) Please. Uh, But they actually asked a whole bunch of servers uh, all around the United States, and they picked random people of all, you know, races and. And models and makes, and it turns out that if you dress up, you could likely get better service because they associate with it with a better tip.
0: Oh, that's funny! Mm -hmm. I thought it would come down to like respect for you as a person who's you know proper and whatever, but it's all about money. It's actually
1: (laughs) more so for men than it is for women. Servers said well dressed men were seen as the best tippers. Men who dressed casually were expected to leave a bad tip. Okay. (laughs)
0: Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast.
1: Feliz Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, on Friday, it is officially Cinco de Mayo, and we're celebrating all week on the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff with the Mariachi Medley.
0: Okay, so here's what happens. We play a song, a cover song, but it's done in the style of the mariachi.
1: Yeah, and you have to identify it. It is not a country song. It's just a really famous song. So if you think you can play the game well... Why don't you give us a call right now? 613-750-9494. That's the number we're looking for. Caller number 10 to start with. And we will continue until we find our winner.
0: Yeah, this has been, this has proven to be hard because you know this. Everyone knows the song we play. Yeah. But then it you're like, oh, but what's the name of it? And you have like five seconds, so.
1: The thing you have to do, I think, and this is a good piece of advice, is sing along with it. Yeah, try. It's probably the easiest way to win this game. So, Mariachi Medley, it's time to play. 613-750-9494. Good luck.
0: Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff.
1: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. My goodness, the mariachi medley drama continues as we look for a winner.
0: Playing a famous song but covered in with our mariachi cover band. Thank you to Juan Pablo and the boys for coming <laughs> in and doing this. We really appreciate it, guys.
1: Thanks. We're celebrating Cinco de Mayo by giving you uh, well a clip of a song. So uh, we are looking for the winner, 613-750-9494. Uh and uh, hopefully, You can figure out what today's Mariachi medley is, and it goes a little bit like this. Here we go. Yeah, no. No! She's not going to get it. It's a tough one today. Thanks, Brianna. Hi, it's Amber. Amber. Are you ready to hear your song clip? Hi, I think so.
0: You do. You know it. Come
1: on. What's the name of that song? You know what? This is so much harder than what it seems when you're just listening. <laughs> okay, here it is again. Sing along if you can. Damn it, no.
0: <laughs> it is really two notes only. Yeah. And it's, but they're famous. It's a
1: very famous song. They are. Yeah, no, I do know it, but it's not coming to me now. No! Oh, Sarah. 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 Sarah! No one can get this. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it's a tough one. <laughs> no
1: idea. It's Brent. How's it going? Brent, uh, well, it's, we've been better. We are having trouble finding a winner for today's Mariachi medley. Oh,
0: geez. Well, let's give it a try. All right, here you go. Anything? Nothing, huh? No, I got nothing. Okay. Nothing.
1: Absolutely nothing. I'm a little bit surprised. I think
0: when I heard this one, it was pretty easy.
1: Yeah, but you know what the answer is. I didn't know it at first Mm, Yeah, but you had seen a list of the songs And maybe that was subconsciously helping I I think every single person Listening to this in their car Knows what this is All right. well if you think you do Please call it in 613-750-9494 We've never had so much trouble Trying to give away A hundred (laughs) bucks to Lone star Wake up with Sophie and Jeff
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94
1: Hi, Ottawa's Pure Country 94
0: Hi, my name is Chris Chris, are you ready For our mariachi medley?
1: I sure am. All right, here we go.
0: Is it somebody that, that
1: I used to know? Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. Yes. You have to this is the mariachi version. Like it never happened we oh, that's <laughs> great. Chris. You just won 100 bucks to Lone Star. That's
0: awesome. Thank
1: you. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> and happy Cinco de Mayo.
0: Right back at you, guys. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast.
1: All right. Today, we played the Mariachi Medley again because we're celebrating Cinco de Mayo here on the Morning Pickup all week long. Yeah,
0: it's officially on Friday, but you know what? We get into the spirit early, and, of course, we uh, play you a popular song. Mm-hmm. Try and give you a $100 gift card. To Lone Star, and we did it successfully, thank goodness. Yeah. uh,
1: By the way, today's mariachi medley, in case you missed it, was... It almost sounds the same as the song. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for those of you still calling, because you're wondering if anyone got it, like we said, they did, and it was...
0: Somebody that I used to know by
1: Goche, and so many people were like, "Ah, I couldn't get it through. I had it because we had a tough time getting the answer."
0: Yeah, and sometimes it, if you get a message that says this can't be completed as dialed, keep trying because that's what happens when our phones get overloaded. But a lot of people knew. Yeah, a lot of people knew. A lot of people knew.
1: Yeah. But Oh, Almost yeah. as good as the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would you
0: like this to come over to your table, them singing this?
1: I love the idea of a mariachi I, band. Do you love them coming over? I I'm do. I'm always like,
0: I'll pay you to leave. Oh,
1: come on. Oh, yeah. You don't like the maracas? I
0: feel like I'm being held hostage. <laughs> All They're right. not leaving till you tip.
1: <laughs> we'll play mariachi medley again <laughs> tomorrow here on The Morning Pickup to celebrate Cinco de Mayo and 100 bucks to Lone Star. <laughs> The Morning Pickup
0: with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. The Rideau Valley Conservation Authority has issued a flood warning for the lower Ottawa River from Arnprior to Hawkesbury. Homeowners are being advised to put up as much protection as possible and not to prematurely take it down. Many areas along the river could surpass the peak levels of May 2017. Local conservation authorities are expecting water to rise 20 centimeters in Constance Bay, 30 in Britannia, 35 in Cumberland, 30 in Rockland, and 30 in in Hawkesbury.
1: Have you seen a lot of flooding in your area where you are? No. Oh my gosh. Have you? Yes. Like just walking the dog, right? Walking in certain areas that we normally walk, uh, completely flooded with water. I've been living in the same area for eight years. I've never seen this much water. Yeah,
0: I actually uh, drove by. I shouldn't say that. I drove through some farm fields yesterday on the way to Embron and one of them was a lake. With, with geese everywhere.
1: It's nuts.
0: It was wild. I know.
1: There's a, And I always think about, like, what does, what happens to the animals that are living in those creeks? Like, do they get washed away with the river, or do they just figure it out?
0: I think they figure it out. Okay. It's I, just more it's more square foot, footage for them. Let's just go with that. Not bad. Uh, the name Jeffrey Hinton probably doesn't mean anything to you, but he is widely considered the godfather of artificial intelligence, and he just quit his lucrative job at Google and he did that so he could speak freely about the dangers of AI. Oh, boy. In interviews with several outlets, Hinton says he doesn't think, that AI, is more, doesn't think mm-hmm. that AI is more intelligent than us yet. And that in some ways he regrets his life's work because of the danger it put humanity in.
1: I mean, he had to quit his job from Google in order to say these things. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't take it with a grain of salt. Sleep well tonight.
0: And finally, p- people say you'll do anything for your kids. But would you do what this mom did mm-hmm. during a family photo shoot? which everyone gets now. (laughs) They got attacked by bees. Mom protected her kids and took the brunt of the attack. She wound up in hospital with more than 75 bee stings. Yikes. FYI, if you're being attacked, here's what the experts say. You should run in a straight line, cover your face, (laughs) run for shelter. Do not attempt to enter a body of water. The bees will wait for you to come up for air. Stop. Also, don't fight the bees either. The more you flail your arms, the matter they'll get.
1: (laughs) You mean try punching a bee? (laughs)
0: We respect animals here, I promise. That's what you need to know.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Mike Chahine of Ottawa. It's Paranormal Day, and that is the theme of today's $1,000 Minute. All right, here we go. Okay, all right. I like the sound of the confidence. You've got ten questions you have to answer in sixty seconds correctly. That'll get you the thousand bucks. If not, you'll still get ten dollars for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept, all right? Sounds good. Good luck. Here we
0: go, Mike. In three, two, one. What does UFO stand for? Unidentified flying object. What movie directed by Steven Spielberg featured an alien living with a family? Fine. Where is Roswell? Uh, Pat. What paranormal TV show starred the characters Mulder and Scully? Cool. Pass. What does ET stand for? Extraterrestrial. Who do you call if someone you know is possessed? A priest? More specifically. Uh, <laughs> uh, pass. uh If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. What state is Area 51 in? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Utah? He, know. He's known as the Friendly Ghost. Uh, Casper. Brendan Fraser starred in the original action adventure movie about an Egyptian god that comes back to life. The mummy. Where is Roswell? Uh.
1: No, we're out of time. <laughs> Mike, you did really well.
0: Oh, thanks. I I don't know about that,
1: but we'll see. (laughs) You're so stressed. It's okay. Let's find out. What does UFO stand for? Yes, Unidentified Flying Object. What movie directed by Steven Spielberg featured an alien living with a family? You said signs and then immediately said what? Uh, uh, Ah, E.T. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I fumbled it back there. Where is Roswell? You passed on New Mexico. What paranormal TV show starred the characters Mulder and Scully? It was The X-Files. I never watched an episode of that, and it was on for 100,000 years. 100 years, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What does uh, ET stand for? You knew it was extraterrestrial. What do you call, or who do you call, if someone you know is possessed? Should we give it to them? Because a priest can do an exorcism. Only if they're qualified
0: exorcists, but sure, we'll give it to
1: (laughs) them. All right. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Yes, Ghostbusters. What state is Area 51 in? You said Utah. It's Nevada. He's known as the friendly ghost. P.S. Casper and Brendan Fraser start in one of the best original action-adventure movies of all time about an Egyptian god that comes back to life. It is the mummy.
0: Wow. High praise from Sophie on that one. (laughs) Mike, 60 bucks, buddy.
1: All right. Awesome. Thanks.
0: Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup.
1: Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Have you ever walked into someone's home and thought, oh, yeah, They're rich.
0: They got money. You know they're swimming in it.
1: (laughs) But what made you think it? Was it the position of the couch? Was it the art on the walls? Was it the amount of alcohol in the cupboard?
0: There are these little telltales, little non-obvious things.
1: It's true. And we all make these observations. We like to keep them to ourselves until we come here, and then we share them with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. You
1: ever walked into somebody's house and gone, oh, well, they do all right for themselves. Yeah. There is like certain non obvious necessarily signs that somebody is doing all right for themselves, at least according to Joe Public.
0: This is not Ferraris in the driveway, right?
1: Right, no. Uh, that would be a giveaway. That's
0: an obvious. Mm. We're looking at non obvious things to tell you these people got money.
1: Yeah, so um, the first thing for you, Jeff, when you walk into somebody's house. For me? Yeah.
0: If they have fresh flowers. Really? Yes. You okay. got money. You have fresh flowers in your house? You got money.
1: It's you're fierce. talking about like really big bouquets? No, I'm just talking about like- Grocery a, store it, flowers?
0: It, it, it doesn't matter. Either way. Yeah. In the, like in a few rooms, you mm-hmm. just walk around, there's flowers all
1: over the house. It's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. You're a baller. Let's be clear. <laughs> you're a baller with time. Yeah. Because it takes time. To take care of those things. Sometimes having too many fresh flowers in the house is just work for the person who's taking care of them.
0: Oh, muffin. <laughs> I'm sorry you have so much money, you have fresh flowers everywhere?
1: For me, it's sculptures. Sculptures. Sculptures of any kind, okay? Right, I get it. No person who, you know, is not swimming in money has a sculpture. Right. So uh, if you see any sort of bronze statue, marble.
0: What if it was handed down and you never wanted it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it usually looks like something like that. Yeah, uh, but for me, it's sculptures. I'm always like, okay, we're a sculpture family.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had some uh, some like f- friends of European descent when I was a youngster. Yeah, and uh, they had like lions at the end of their <laughs> sculptures of lions at the end of their driveway. Regular- oh, by the way, regular house, no gate, just okay. lions yes. at the end of the driveway. <laughs>
1: the concrete statues. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. Fountains. Yeah. There you go. There's fountains, another one. Another good People one. with fountains. Yeah, just What? Uh, A water feature? uh, Yeah. In Canada? You're dropping how much money on that? They're not cheap either. (laughs) And you always, when you're going to the cottage or you're going somewhere on a road trip, you always drive by these places that specialize in only concrete decor. Yes. Right? And you're like, who's buying this stuff? They
0: usually sell pawns as well. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we know who's buying this stuff. It's the rich people. So non-obvious sign. Someone is super rich. Uh, Someone says here... The couch. If you look at the couch and it doesn't touch the wall.
0: Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And
1: it's a couch that doesn't look used. It's almost like a. Uh, it's a, uh, a couch just to be a couch. Yeah. But not
0: a real couch. No, it's a show couch. Yeah, a show couch. The family room is elsewhere. Right. Right. This is the presented couch.
1: That's not, you know, you so need fun, some extra bucks for that. Yeah, couches you are too. couches are expensive, and when they don't touch the wall, you're like, oh wow, look at all the space. <laughs>
0: uh, how about this text? <laughs> yeah, a fifteen dollar watermelon on the counter is also a clue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Now you're just buying yourself watermelon, oh, whatever. You okay, want.
0: whatever. Uh how go- borrow some money.
1: Oh my gosh. Expensive hobbies like golfing, skiing, sailing, these people who like go a weekends away for, go sailing for the weekend or go on mm. a ski vacation in, in ski- Colorado.
0: Skiing's become completely inaccessible now. It's just so expensive. So it's ridiculous. Expensive. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Uh this tax, not gonna lie, that brand name dairy right now, people must be well off to have <laughs> that lactantia <laughs> kicking around. <laughs> Mm. Like, tits, yeah. <laughs> $10 butters, uh, uh, per pound. Yep. Right.
1: No, th- you're not wrong. It's yeah. true. So uh, there's a very good non-obvious sign that someone's doing uh, very well for themselves. I also think, like, and again, this might not be super obvious, but, like, the quality or the condition of their patio furniture. Oh, okay. Like, when it's, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything major, but when it looks good, Oh, you're like, OK, because not only now, either you've maintained it this whole time or you just keep buying new patio furniture.
0: Yeah. To me, the giveaway with patio furniture is the
1: cushion, cushions. cushion
0: thickness. If you're <laughs> if you're above four inches, we know what you got. Oh, going oh my on.
1: God. Each cushion is like two hundred dollars. Yeah. I know.
0: And do you have a a chaise lounge? I'm sorry. <laughs> just have like just kicking around with just in the you bought the extra piece. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Things that make you that uh, let, let you know someone's rich. Non obvious signs. Without being obvious. How
1: about the spread they give at parties? Okay. What do you mean? Like uh, expensive spreads. That you okay, know yeah. are expensive. Right. Uh, like the best of the cheeses, super nice crackers. We're talking like, you know, oysters and caviars. And you're like, what the hell's going yeah. on here? What did I do wrong in life? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. But like I, I break out the Ritz and the, the the box. The good Ritz. Yeah, the good Ritz. <laughs> but the box is the serving tray. It is called the Ritz Carlton for a reason. This person texts in, they have four kids, honestly. How yeah, are that's people true doing too.
1: That's true, too. Yeah, and they're not living out of a cardboard box. Mm. All right. Non-obvious signs that uh, someone is doing all right for themselves. What do you say makes somebody seem rich? <laughs> uh, anyway, you can share anytime you like. You can also call it in at 613-750-9494. Uh, we've got some good ones already. Uh, if they have a golf simulator in the living room, yes. Oh, I mean, obviously. That's pretty obvious. That's obvious.
0: obvious. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff,
1: the podcast. What is the non-obvious sign that somebody is rich?
0: this person on tech says when they mention their cottage ah uh, i uh i disagree with that why because they can be handed down to you from parents and that's true you're not you're not sitting around loaded that's you, true you just have uh property taxes to pay so you rent it out you know what i mean like it
1: yeah yeah it still costs money though to keep a cottage right yeah but to you have can float a it
0: by renting it yeah
1: uh the restaurants they recommend
0: that's a great one yeah yeah
1: that's the restaurants they recommend. Oh, have you tried Becta? Uh,
0: <laughs> when you have a bunch of Yeti stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. How about gorgeous flower gardens? Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I agree. Not only, like, the money, the time. You had to have hired somebody to help you with the landscaping. Yeah. Come on, come on.
0: I like this one. TVs in rooms that normally don't have TVs. Yeah. You know, bathrooms and kitchens. Yep. Yeah.
1: I also love this text. If their appliances have touchscreens.
0: <laughs> They're doing all right. Yeah, appliances yeah. are
1: usually a good a good indicator. Yeah. yeah. How about uh Starbucks tumblers in their cupboards?
0: Okay. <laughs> Just
1: roll around with those. Right. Where did you get that? Oh my god. Uh, if they always have a full tank of gas from Cornwall. That's good. It's a non-obvious sign someone's doing all right for themselves. They got a big fat
0: generator next to their house.
1: Yeah, or they have seven dogs.
0: Yeah, if you have dogs, you yeah, you're mine. like,
1: oh, okay. And their house is clean. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah. If those two things happen, <laughs> you're stinking right Sophie and Jeff.
1: The podcast. Who knew couch positioning was a thing? It's one of those uh, funny, non-obvious signs that make people go, "Hmm, this person's doing okay for themselves." Especially if the couch doesn't touch the wall.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the big giveaway yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a few texts in here. Mm-hmm. It, uh, a dining room table you're not allowed to sit
1: at. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, fancy dining room tables. Yeah. Uh, how about kids that uh, are in a whole bunch of different extracurriculars?
0: Like you have multiple kids and they're yeah. all doing like yeah. hockey and dance. Horseback, and horseback riding, riding. Yeah.
1: dancing, yeah. Uh, gymnastics, soccer, whatever, you know. Yep. It's, it adds up pretty quick.
0: That's $100,000 you just mentioned right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about a minimalistic style decor in their homes? You know, when everything is so? very simple, white, looks looks unlived in. So your house? No, my house definitely doesn't look like that. Oh. Definitely doesn't look like that. No, like minimalistic decor.
0: Oh, like, uh, yeah, okay, I know clean. what you're talking about. I have a friend who has um, a house that looks like that, too, where it's literally, there's nothing. You walk in, yeah. and it feels like you've walked into an industrial loft.
1: It's really weird.
0: Yeah, I couldn't live like that. so cold.
1: <laughs> it's so it's like cold. drafty in I here. I feel even so alone. No- yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's so true.
0: Uh, wearing very nice clothing without any brand identification. I see this all the time. Yeah. This one hits me, and I'm like, where's the store they're all going to where where are they all going
1: there's got to be a little label somewhere that we're not seeing yeah on the inside
0: (laughs) on the inside only tailored to them
1: perfectly exactly where they're working from the inside sophie and jeff the podcast hollywood writers are on strike and this is a very big deal because it's going to affect some of the shows that you watch
0: it's going to cost you emotionally
1: uh, exactly. Now, the main issue is compensation from streaming. You know, the Internet has really thrown a wrench in how yeah. things work and they cannot come to an agreement. So what does that mean for you? If you are a fan of network late night shows, you're going to be missing. Uh, bye bye. Yeah. They've all gone dark, along with The Daily Show, HBO's Last Week Tonight, Real Time with Bill Maher and Gutfeld on Fox.
0: OK, so. Beyond that, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. remember the last time they had a strike, it was, you know, a decade ago or something, Mm -hmm. and all your favorite dramas that are written at this time Mm -hmm. are all going to be delayed. So Mm -hmm. if it hasn't been written, you're in huge trouble. You'll be waiting for two years for some of your favorite shows.
1: Well, for example, season three of Yellow Jackets, that has been halted. Right. Season six of Cobra Kai, Pencils Down. (laughs) In season case you're really six. into that. Uh, the writer's room for Abbott Elementary was supposed to apparently have some sort of meeting. That didn't happen. So that could actually affect how many episodes you get this season. Whoa. Pete Davidson was supposed to be returning to Saturday Night Live this weekend. That's not happening.
0: Saturday Night Live has gone.
1: Just not not a thing. Uh, and for the big shows like Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, yeah. uh, that uh, has also been... Uh, postponed however the scripts for season two have been turned in okay and filming has already begun so that will continue but no one's going any further than that
0: this is the thing what happens is the strike happens um then they solve it but if if, if, even if it's a four month delay which is i think what we had last time Mm -hmm. you don't see all the content it dries up like eight months later and then you're like what happened and you forgot about the strike and you're just like there's no tv anymore Uh It's really uh, it hurt the industry badly last time. It'll be interesting to see
1: what happens here. Yeah. And uh, in case you've been seeing Jimmy Fallon's name in uh, the uh, news, uh, one of Jimmy Fallon's employees apparently tweeted out that Jimmy doesn't appear to be supporting his staff during the writer's strike. Um, Uh, Meanwhile, Jay Leno brought donuts for his striking writers. (laughs) Uh, And apparently Rob Lowe was spotted on a picket line at Paramount. Okay. So uh, you've got some support and some non support. Hell no. He's Rob Lowe. <laughs> he won't go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when is it over? We don't know. Okay. Whenever they find a, an agreement. So when, uh, when you stop rhyming? Yeah, exactly. Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. That flew by. Holy smokes. It's all over. Yeah. We started the show by talking about this one thing that's missing from your life and how it could be making you more selfish.
0: Okay, I have an excuse at least. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not your personality. It's not that you're fundamentally a terrible human being. It's just that Ish. you probably <laughs> need some sleep.
0: Yeah, the lack of sleep makes you more selfish.
1: Yeah. So they asked a whole bunch of people to uh, help a whole bunch of other people out. Okay. And all the people who were tired were less likely to help others.
0: Hoarding resources for yourself, I guess. I yeah, including Keeping, yeah, your, your brain energy. power. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I asked stupid questions from the internet, like actually stupid questions, like is cereal. Well,
1: you didn't ask them,
0: but I I brought them to you
1: stupid people did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that you want to swim in that pool, Jeff. Can you (laughs) smell air? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out you can't according to the internet and no cereal is not soup.
0: My favorite is is Santa having elves ethical.
1: (laughs) We decided that they like to be there.
0: (laughs) They love it. Of course they do. Of course they're not being
1: held against their will
0: They live in a toy village. It's great. It's great for them. They love working for no money. Okay, moving on. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Today is Write a Review Day, and we learned that the people in our lives that do write reviews take them very seriously. Some more
0: seriously than others. We're looking at you, Sophie's boyfriend, Ryan.
1: Yeah, it's true. He's really into them. And he takes, like, it's a job.
0: I think he needs a badge. <laughs> I <laughs> am oh, a, yeah. I'm a preferred reviewer. Yeah, right. Ryan,
1: Ryan the reviewer. We'll
0: take a seat in the window.
1: He's a new superhero a- helping your community succeed. Away from the kitchen. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Reviewers are important. It's they for real. Are. That's actually true.
1: They are. And there are a few times in life where we like to use them. For me, it's uh, when I go eating at a seafood restaurant to make sure I don't get sick or die. Yeah.
0: Someone's just like, uh, Siguaterra stairway yeah. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, useless question. You're more likely to get great service at a restaurant if you do this. It's not review them. No,
1: it's not. It's actually dress up and congratulations to Emma Moore who was all over today's useless question with 100 bucks in lotto 649 vouchers. We found out, Uh, that it's because that's associated with a bigger tip.
0: Yeah, that's it. (laughs) They're just thinking, oh, this guy's got money. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's guys more than women.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Feliz Cinco de Mayo coming up on Friday.
1: Oh, my gosh. We've been celebrating all week with the mariachi medley game where you have to identify a famous song in the cover style of mariachi for $100 (laughs) in a Lone Star gift card.
0: Uh, Our early callers had a tough time with this one today, but everybody was texting us in pure frustration.
1: It was tough. Gautier! somebody that i used to know.
0: That was tough cuz it was two notes <laughs> boom 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 boom
1: boom boom yeah. No. Uh, but once you know what it is you're like oh it's so obvious. Totally. That's the point. And non-obvious signs someone is super rich like couch positioning and uh statues of any kind. And
0: fresh flowers throughout your home.
1: Yeah, those are all pretty big signs. Other people said things like uh having your kids in extracurricular activities or having kids at all.
0: Yeah. Having four kids in extracurricular activity was big.
1: Having the good milk in the fridge?
0: Lions at the end of your driveway, which we found (laughs) out means you've paid off your mortgage.
1: Yeah, somewhere in the world. That's a thing. Flex. I can't wait to put lions at the end of my driveway. Yeah,
0: mine were going to be little lion figurines (laughs) about one inch tall.
1: That wraps things up nicely. We'll see you back here on a Therapy Thursday tomorrow. And uh, we'll be talking about intimacy in the relationship with uh, an email from somebody. Starved
0: for affection. Is
1: starved for affection. We're going to help you out. Don't worry. Hang on to her. We'll see you then. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff.
0: Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.